So my topic is uh, the story of a good Samaritan in uh, Luke chapter 10. And if we take also the context, it's uh, verses 25 to 37. Now, can you get it to the screen also? So you can follow. So I will uh, read this short passage through. Through, through first. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the, God, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? So in reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho. When he was attacked by robbers, they stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. Then a priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too a Levite when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. When he put the man on his then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him on uh, to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said. And when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expenses you may have. Which of these... Three, do you think, was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Yeah, this is the... Bible verses we are now going into. Um, I don't know. This is quite famous story. I have, I have heard heard it quite many times, but still it's a little bit surprising. Or these uh, replies that Jesus gives, they they surprise me again and again. So the uh, situation. Where Jesus was, that there came this kind of uh, religious professional who knew the law very well, and 
he came to ask questions from Jesus and I don't know maybe the, his intention wasn't really to tease Jesus but uh, it, uh, I don't know his uh, question implies that he he was uh, somehow unsure if if he will eter uh, inherit the eternal life so he knew the law very well and uh, Probably he was trying to follow the law and obey it, but he was uncertain that, well, do I have the eternal life? And so he was kind of thinking that maybe I'm not doing enough or should I do something more than this? So he asked, what, what must I do to inherit the eternal life? Uh, and it's uh, it's a little bit surprising for me that Jesus didn't start to preach salvation through faith to this man, uh, but he he referred to the law. What does the law say? You are the law lawyer, so <laughs> you should know. So uh, the. The question is put in a, in a way that the uh, man was thinking that what what should I do? What should, uh, be, maybe I could earn earn the eternal life somehow. So then uh, the expert answered correctly. He was referring to the Deuteronomy chapter six, verse five: "That love the Lord your God with all your heart." and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind. Quite a command. And then Le Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. Love your neighbor as yourself. And it's interesting that he didn't touch the first part at all. Later he just uh, uh, asked about the loving your neighbor. He didn't touch the first part that love of the Lord your God with all your heart and everything you have. <laughs> and it's really written in Leviticus chapter 18 verse 5 that uh, keep my decrees and laws for the person who obeys them will live by them. I am the Lord. So if you keep the whole law, law you, you will live, says the Lord, basically. Lord. Uh, but this, uh, this man wanted to justify himself, and he, he hadn't uh, maybe yet real, realized how incapable he was to reach God's standards and fulfill the law. Oh. Although he was very familiar with the law in theory, he maybe he didn't knew himself so well and the reality of sin, sin in himself. Uh, Apostle Paul writes in his letters that law is kind of guardian or pedagogue to to give us understanding of sin. 
And when we read re read the law, we we can recognize that uh, I have failed failed in this. But this uh, expert, uh, maybe he thought that uh, I can I can fulfill the law quite well, at least if the definition of neighbor is is quite narrow. That if it doesn't mean too many people. And after all, in Finnish language, neighbor, naapuri, it means <laughs> basically the person living next to you. But uh, I think in, in English it's uh, at least wider, wider meaning. So this uh, expert was asking, who is my neighbor? And uh, Jesus didn't answer directly, but told this story. This illustration. And uh, in the story, I could, uh, I can imagine the priest or the Levite. They were, they could have been thinking that, who is this man lying there? Is is he my neighbor? Ah, probably not. I don't. I have never seen him, and maybe he is not even Jew. Or something. I have to hurry to serve the Lord in the temple or something. <laughs> something. And it's even uh, these uh, priests and Levites, they had quite strict rules that they are not allowed to touch dead people or Gentile people, people who are not Jews. And Maybe they thought that uh, I want I want to keep myself pure, so I don't go to touch this man. It's uh, better to pass by just in case. <coughs> and so they they passed passed this man by. They. <coughs> left him in in his terrible state di dying there this uh, religious duty and those religious professionals they were they were not enough to help that man but then came this samaritan who ha had compassion on that man who was wounded and he didn't only have compassion, but he he used what he had. He had some wine and oil, and he had bandages, and he went and helped the beaten man with what he had. And he took him with donkey to some inn and take, took care of him, and he even gave money and promised to pay if it costs even more. It would have been maybe enough for one or two weeks, these two denarius, to that mean a man, man live in the inn. Uh, this story was 
actually quite offending for Jews to hear because Samaritans, they were thought as defiled people and you know, fallen away from the covenant of God with uh, Israel. And usually Jews stayed away from Samaria and, and Samaritans. And they despised those people. And I think it was both ways that also Samaritans hated Jews and they didn't like Jews much more. But then Jesus sets this Samaritan guy as an example of, of love. And even if we assume that the beaten man was Jew, he was even helping, Samaritan was helping Jew. It's even more shocking for, for that time. And on the other, other hand, these priests and Levite, who are very high-ranked uh, religious guys at that time, they were displayed as an example of ignorance and lack of love. And really, they are kind of put in a shameful position in this story. So after Jesus had told this story, he, he turned the original question up, upside down. Instead of pondering who was the neighbor of those bypassers, this, who is the neighbor of this priest or Levite or Samaritan, he said... Uh, uh, who, who is the neighbor to this beaten man? So it's kind of a different way of, of asking the question because the expert of law asked, who is my, my neighbor? But Jesus was more concerned uh, about the man in need of love. Who is, who is his neighbor? And, yeah, it really seems to be a secondary issue that who, who is like this for this Samaritan even. I don't know if he thought that is this guy my neighbor or not. He just saw that he, he has need and I can help him. And he, he helped, helped. The thing is that Samaritan had compassion and he, he helped the beaten man, and the others didn't. Samaritan loved, and the priest and the Levite didn't. Samaritan became neighbor to the robbed man. The priest and the Levite stayed away, and they passed by on the other side of the road. And Jesus' teaching about loving your neighbor is really different from the social culture of, of that time. Because if you read from Matthew 5, verse 43, it says that uh, Jesus said that you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. So this was maybe kind of the custom that we have these neighbors who we are ought to love, and then we have these enemies, and we, we should hate them. 
like Samaritans. But then uh, Jesus continues that, But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the un unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even tax, the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Yeah, Jesus was uh, teaching this kind of love that doesn't calculate that what can I benefit from this and... Uh, uh, can this man probably pay me back this this thing and maybe I can earn from God something when I do, do this good. But he was speaking of that kind of love that uh, God is loving. With, with God is loving us. And uh, we, we could think that uh, these uh, priests and uh, Levite, they, they could have had some uh, uh, obligation to do good, but they fa still failed to do good, good thing. But then this Samaritan, if he was, if he was kind of uh, not very religious people, he... He didn't think about some uh, duty, but he did it out of out of his heart and free will. So, what was the effect of this this illustration? Then Jesus said that. To the lawyer that uh, go and do do likewise. So I don't know if you uh, if you can go into the mind of the lawyer, but maybe he started to think that that uh, probably I I'm not as good I, than I thought that maybe I don't have this kind of law love. Maybe. Maybe I would have been acting like this priest and the Levite in the story. And uh, <coughs> maybe I, I had too narrow understanding of, of love and, and who is my neighbor. And I think he started to feel feel sinful and understand that I, I'm sinful and I'm, I'm not uh, able to reach, reach God's will on my, on my own if, if he was honest to himself. 
Actually, in Galatians 2, Paul, Paul says that we who are Jews by birth and not sinful Gentiles know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus, that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law, because by the works of the law no one will be justified. Yeah, God's, God hasn't meant that we should be saved by uh, obeying this command of loving God and loving, loving our neighbor. It's God's, God's will that we do, do so, but, but uh, he has given his son Jesus that we could be saved through faith in him. And... Really, God, God doesn't want that uh, we try to earn earn salvation by by trying to love love Him or other people, but that we would love because love God has loved us first, and when God has loved us, we could we can also have compassion for those those in need around us uh, I, I was thinking that if if uh, Jesus were speaking to some uh, religious man of our our time how would how would he uh, formulate this story to here and now in in our time I don't know, it's interesting to think that maybe there w could have been some drunkard lying on the ground and then a preacher came and he was hurrying to the meeting and he passed by and then came <coughs> some uh, politician and uh, he had to to find suits and he couldn't start helping the drunkard and and then there came uh, some old old criminal who has just came out of prison and he he took up the the man and and helped him to come to his home and get sober I don't know, it's just my imagination, but I think we can still identify ourselves with, with these characters of the story. And I don't know in which character do you identify yourself. Have you, have you experienced people passing by, by you, even going to the other side of the road? Or have you have you passed by somebody who would have needed you? Or ha have you experienced this kind of love in action in in your life that the Samaritan had? Uh, I think if if you have have had uh, 
this kind of experience you understand that it's it's God's love that you can you can have this love because God has loved you first. Uh, in the end, I I want to conclude that we can't be saved by trying to obey God's law. We we fail in so many ways, not only in uh, loving our neighbor and close ones and family, but also other people and also in the first commandment, loving loving our God with all all we we have. But of course, they are interconnected. So so if. Uh, if we love our brother, we love God. If we love God, we love our brother and our neighbor. <coughs> but we have failed in many ways, and we fail, fail still. So, so we need need God's grace and His His forgiveness. If we have passed by some person in need. Uh, we need forgiveness. And even God even doesn't want that our motivation would be to do good, to earn something, but that we, we would do it from our free will and out of pure heart, out of love. And God... God wants to give his his compassion and his love into our hearts and it's uh, written in Romans that God's love has been poured into our hearts through holy spirit so in him we can love like like he loves but not in our strength our human law love is very uh very weak in, in some situations when when we come to the breaking point <laughs> in for some time we can we can look look outwardly quite good but when the real tests of the life come then our human love is is failing we need we need God's love and his holy spirit Amen.